in times past and present, who have opened the doors of wisdom, reuniting all beings with their intrinsic purity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. The recitation of this rosary ever expands the awakening of faith in the three jewels, Bodhi, Dharma, and Sangha. Bodhi, Saranam, Gachachami. Dutyampi, Tatyampi, Sabaha. I turn to the perfect nature of truth for guidance. Again and yet again may it be so. Dharma, Saranam, Gachachami. Dutyampi, Tatyampi, Sabaha. I turn to the teachings for guidance. Again and yet again may it be so. Sangam Saranam Gachachami Dutyampi Tatyampi Sangam I turn to the Holy Order for guidance. Again and yet again may it be so. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Do you have the whole truth of suffering? Dukkha Samadaya, the noble truth of the origin of suffering. Dukkha Nirodha, the noble truth of the extinction of suffering. Dukkha Nirodha, Gamini Patipada, the noble truth of the path that leads to the extinction of suffering. So long as these four noble truths are not understood, we shall wander in sorrow and ignorance. And in this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. All formations are transient, anicca. All formations are subject to suffering, dukkha. All things are without a self, and not to talk. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Namo prajna paramita herdaya, homage to the wisdom in the heart. Form is not different from emptiness, and emptiness is not different from form. This is the teaching of our spiritual ancestors, Gautama Buddha, and all the great teachers who have transmitted the Dharma to this holy day. Blessed is the knowledge of emptiness. Homage to the devotees of this and all paths of self-purification. May all find simplicity, the joyous and practical guide. The Dharma, being the contents of enlightenment, in which there is no bondage and no suffering, offers freedom from the cankers of ignorance and fear. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Sangha is the holy order of spiritual ancestors, monks, priests, and all those who follow and practice this path. Obvious to the Sangha, 
intentions, all the pressures and desires. I am born of karma. I am heir to karma. I abide in karma. And I am supported by karma. Whatever I do creates karma. And I shall surely experience this karma. The merit for all good acts I do freely offer to all beings. Dutyampi, Tatyampi, Sabaha. Again and yet again, may it be so. Willingness is the name of the key to the gate of awakening. For even to awaken from deep sleep and face the new day, there must be the willingness to do it. Here in my hand is the opportunity, and the way is clear beyond the gate of thought and desire. There is no self and other, as the awareness of pure, undisturbed consciousness slips into all consciousness.
Uh, oh, and do you want to look at the process that you're in now about that, about any of that? Well, it's just so intriguing. Uh-huh. And the concept, the concept that intuition only goes in one direction. Yeah. Uh, I can't figure out which direction. <laughs> <laughs> can't figure out which direction it's going in. It's going in. Yeah. But that it only goes in one direction. It is intriguing, isn't it? Yeah. Like there's a, like, what's the direction? I mean, I have, I know my experience. Perhaps what perhaps what she was saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I go here, boy. Uh uh-uh. when it, in my experience when there is and when intuition arises, I'm I'm not doing anything. There's no I here doing that. Mm-hmm. Um very shortly after that there's there's an, an understanding, I suppose, there's an eye who understands that intuition just happened, mm-hmm. which is looking backwards. But mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I never know when it's going to arise. Yeah, yeah. So there, you just, it's sort of just going along, and then there's intuition that just arises. And then there can be a, a sense of understanding, like maybe there's an I that is understanding, and this is this is my words about okay, all the pieces, oh, okay, and then you can sort of understand the place, or the, I don't know how you would, how you might say that, but or, you know, but you can understand the intuition, and that seems to be the looking backwards back, because we can't see when the intuition is coming or any any context for it because it just seems to arise in the moment. It's only looking back that we can sort of see a context for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very quick. There's an intuition of the next step. Mm-hmm. This, this is the thing. This is the guidance from life, mm-hmm. right here, right now. And then very quickly, there's, there's seeing that that just happened. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. I guess it is a a looking back, but it's not very far back. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting, isn't it? Like yes, nanoseconds. Because there's the arising of the intuition and then right on the heels there can be I mean okay, this step, okay, do this, this is life's guidance. And then right on its heels can be sort of a sense of, oh, there was life's guidance. Oh, there 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 was. And so, it, yeah, so technically, I guess, looking back, but it's like, oh, yeah. 
Well, I do not have the answer to what was going, what Sharon was pointing to in group, but this is interesting because it is something I've been looking at a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I feel like most of my life there's been a, a, a strong sense of intuition, but it's never been enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's that... Um, so what I've seen about it, uh, it especially comes up in, in cooking. Mm-hmm. There'll be a sense of what to do, mm-hmm. and then right away there's like, no, <laughs> get the calculator out, mm-hmm. you know, calculate it. it. You know, it just starts. It just turns into a conversation that is like it just immediately takes it from that intuitive, yeah, sense to. A conversation, yeah, and that becomes wretched. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like no, no, no. I had this other thing. No, uh, you know, that, you know, it's, it's it's it just becomes this battle between the intuitive and the ra- and the rational. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, we got to be. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, so as far as I can see, is you know, it's like gosh, there's just that life and for me. And and if it just informs and and there's not a desire to get it right, you know, if it doesn't go to this identity who wants to do it right and is afraid that this might be a mistake, then it's just fun, you know. And it, it just yeah. The intuition has always been there. You've seen mm-hmm. evidence of it throughout mm-hmm. your whole life, and most recently in cooking. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the way that the human gets robbed of the enjoyment of the intuition is through the arising of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, now that may not be right. Don't no, be better mm-hmm. calculate. No, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just 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 removes you from the intuitive experience and drags you into the rational, you got to get it mm-hmm. right conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I for some it was just like the difference between painting. I mean, you know, like painting and just like putting the color wherever is just you know, it just arises to put the color in, trying to figure out every darn place. It's misery. It's so it's such misery, yeah. and um, the second. The second one is such misery, and the first one is so much fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so much fun to like not know mm-hmm. and to just be there and like, wow, mm-hmm. what's going to get created with no sense of possession of it? Yeah, same way with the cooking. Right? With the cooking, it's like the same way. It's just like there's no wow. possession. It doesn't mean anything about you. Mm-hmm. And there's no you to uh-huh. get in and start judging and critiquing the painting right. or the meal. Yeah. Right. Then it's just fun. It's just fun. See how see how it looks. See how it tastes. Oh yeah. my gosh. And it's also just it's so faith building and trust building because it's like, wow, I I never would have thought of that. You know, and to just like have that experience over and over and over again that it's not necessary to think. <laughs> it's so not necessary. It's so not necessary to think. It's so 
and so arrayed in it. Wow, what would it be like to just be moving in that place where it's just boom, 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 you know, um, move in it. Yeah, to just, and so there's a sense of that possibility. Yeah. And oh, a strong sense of it. In fact, an experience of it, that you, you do get it for a split second before the... Yeah. yeah, this first black seconds and then before it's taken over. And, and uh, well, we were talking about courage on the morning show. I mean, to me, it just feels like that. that's the place of courage is like to just go with that first. Mm-hmm. And no looking back. No looking back. Mm-hmm. And to just, you know, like, well, well. Yeah. It just sucks. Um, I can see there's some kind of belief in there that that um, like intuition is always right. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like yeah. What if I do this intuitive thing and it doesn't work out right? Uh, let's see what is going on there. If I'm really, if I'm really intuitive, I'm really in. In, in the flow, it's always going to be a good outcome. By ego standards. By ego standards. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's, this, there's this sneaky little belief, it sounds like, that you're closing in on, that if I follow intuition, then it's going to mean that it's going to come out like this soup is supposed to come out. Right, like the way I've always tasted it. We've everyone's going to love it or whatever. But what, what it sounds like you're pointing to is that that's the genesis of the conversation yeah. that will drag you away from the intuition. Yeah. That, so by, by putting out there, that's supposed to. It's supposed to it's look supposed this to. way. And yeah, there's some kind of um, fear in there that if it, if it doesn't turn out according to ego standards, then I'm going to have to abandon intuition. I don't know if that makes you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's testing, testing, testing all the time, and uh, and it's only, yeah, it's only, uh, yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's just like it's got to be proven all the time, proven, 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 and and uh, yeah, if it doesn't work according to ego standards, then we got to abandon that whole thing that's fun. Yeah. And go and go over to the calculator. <laughs> yeah. It's so cruel because yeah. the, way, the process that it sounds like you're you're pointing to is so here it, it you have this intuition it drags you out of it to measure against the standard because if it doesn't measure up the standard you're going to have to abandon the intuition mm-hmm. which it just makes you do yeah. Yeah. you know and so it, it it's that horrible yeah. cycle of, yeah. of taking us away from the experience our heart wants. Mm-hmm. With the threat that you're going to have to leave the experience at your heart mm-hmm. once when it in fact just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. There's just was, there's just been so much heavy conditioning. This is, I mean, uh, uh, let's see, to, to <laughs> you know, I, it's like just this heavy conditioning to prove it. You know, say what you mean, prove what you say. <laughs> And to say, well, I just have an intuition about it. Yeah. It just doesn't fly, yeah. you know. 
And and so yeah, so to see to see that that's been operating for so long that that the, the prove it voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That you can say, well, it just occurred to me to throw that much salt in the food. <laughs> you know, and it just occurred to me. Well, prove the why. Prove it. Prove that that's the thing to do. I mean, that's the thing that sort yeah. of jumps on you. Yeah. And it's, it's not just enough to follow the intuition. Yeah. And that's not that doesn't. That doesn't work. Yeah. You have to justify yeah. or prove why you did what you did. Prove it that was. And much like everything, I mean, it's just a, a it's a practice, and so we practice following intuition. And maybe sometimes it slides over to not intuition, and you know, but that's how it strengthens. Yeah, that's how the intuition is strengthened by constantly practicing. Going, going with it and seeing. And well, like everything else, it's a practice. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's kind of just like, well, without that standard, mm-hmm. saying, well, well, is that really intuition or not? Mm-hmm. How would we ever know? Mm-hmm. We just we just kind of sense and practice going to that place that, may, you know, maybe fun is mm-hmm. a good litmus yeah. test. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just interesting to, uh, yeah, I, I just feel all the sensations in the body of that of that continual conflict between intuition and proving it. Mm-hmm. You know. Internal conflict. Internal conflict of like, yeah. Intuition. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah. Fun. Prove it, right? Yeah, <laughs> prove it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there yeah. So it's really been up for me lately and, and uh and just this deep desire to um, move into having the, um, and be able to enjoy being intuitive and not suffer over it. Yeah. <laughs> and have it not be a cause, another cause for suffering. Well, that is such a good point because mm-hmm. something else Sherry was saying in that group about emphasizing there's one person to save, mm-hmm. and it's you, it's this person. And this person. Is in is loves acting in intuition, loves acting that. So the only one who can let her do that, do that. Mm-hmm. is you. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. so to to recognize that that battle's going on, mm-hmm. and to just kind of no, not yeah. gonna no. She gets to have this experience. Yeah. You know, it just feels like it's what's really, really up for you, right? Yeah, and it slides back over to unconditional love. It does, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, I, I wasn't in the group, so I feel free to hold for it. I'm not sure next one. <laughs> what just what rose for me is that in my experience, intuition is not about something that happened. Intuition arises in the moment about something sort of a going forward, a next step. So in that sense, it. It makes sense to me what was said that intuition points in that is pointing in that direction, and then you know if something comes in to judge it or assess it or whatever, that thing may be looking back at the intuition, but the intuition itself is usually about something to do or about to happen or an inclination or a. But it's, I, don't, I don't know that I have an intuition ever about the past. Uh-huh. So that just that arose. 
Yeah, let me see if I'm with you. So, the, so what you're seeing about the intuition is that it always seems to be about something that is arising now. That maybe is there something to do or a step to take or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's never carrying something about the past. It's not about that. It's more about now or yeah. immediate future. Sort of moving forward. Or moving forward. Anyway, um, that was what I was saying. That was so interesting because what was arising for me was. I mean, I often noticed in, that I had an intuition. I noticed that I had it because I overridden it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, you know, I, I'll find myself someplace and I'll think, I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew not to do that. It was very clear not to do that, and I went ahead and did it. Mm-hmm. So that's often, unfortunately, how I notice an intuition. But <clears throat> it was arriving for me in terms of, and, I mean, what blocks intuition must be fear. Mm-hmm. And that we learn that that's not the way to go. And the really scary thing about intuition. I think it's not so much the intuition itself in that moment, but it's that if I follow it, where I will end up is also not where I'm supposed to be. Uh-huh. You know, that intuition is often inviting me into a, on a different path, uh-huh. or into a different reality, or a different way of operating. And it, it may feel like fun in the moment, but, but the, there's a, the, the danger, I think what the fear can latch onto is, if I really follow this, I'm going to end up in a place that A, I don't know, and B, I'm not supposed to be. And um, and and that's, I think, what, what makes me back off. Yeah, wow, that's such a good insight to see about the process, because there it is. The, the intuition itself isn't the scary thing. It's the, because it's going to be kind of fun to follow that, but it's going to then mean that A, either I'm going to go somewhere I'm not supposed to go, or B, someone I'm not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two. Yeah, and there and therefore, I can't trust it. I can't go with that because it's going to take me off this path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah, learned path, the expected path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think in the moment when intuition arises, it's often really fun. It's like, oh, um, and so and then so, what would be the reason not to go? And I think it's that truly, if if I, if I follow intuition every step of the way. God, that's what I ended up. <laughs> and so it wouldn't be any place that I, that was part of your plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where would I be? Where would I be? Exactly. I wouldn't know. There's so much not knowing that. Yeah. And so it's that, you know, it's that, it's that thing we talk about in Zen all the time, that their intuition, in a way, is the ultimate knowing. But it's not the knowing knowing. Uh-huh. And that's the battle. Yeah. The knowing knowing is the, we have to go where we know to go. Yeah. Yeah, the knowing knowing is the plan. The plan. And the intuition is the ultimate knowing, which is God only knows. <laughs> there is no plan that at least I've been dialed into, you know, that I know about, and, and that's the scary part. Yeah, and the, and the knowing knowing is, is the constant reinforcing of me. Yeah. And the not knowing is the surrender yeah. into God knows what. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going to, which was that in that surrender, there is no me. And so maybe what we could even say, extrapolate, is that the fear that we feel is ego's fear of oh, being annihilated. Absolutely. Because, yeah, in fact, yeah, the moment of intuition, that doesn't come from ego. You can feel it doesn't come from ego. So there's no place for ego in it. Yeah. Um, and I, this, this example just came up for me. I just was enjoying So yesterday we saw this movie, Christopher Robin's very good movie. It's about, about 
He brought up Christopher Robin right back to the land of Pooh. And so he's with Pooh on a train. <laughs> and Christopher Robin has become this very, very overburdened businessman. And uh, anyway, so he and Pooh are riding on a train. And, uh, and Pooh has a, a red balloon he's very excited about. And so Christopher Robin has all his papers out there. And he, he has this big job he's got to be like. And Pooh is sort of talking away. And, and, and he says, you know, who can you, can you say, please be a little quiet, because i got this work to do. Bruce said, looks very important. He said, oh, it's very important. And Bruce says, is it more important than a balloon? And Christopher Brown said, well, of course it is. But when you get in that moment, is, that's a perfectly honest question. Uh-huh. Is it more important than a balloon? Uh-huh. So it's like that. It's like, you know, is it the fear that conditioning wants to raise is you're going to walk around, you know, like with <laughs> abandoning your papers and picking up a red balloon and wandering off into the sunset. Yeah. You're going to be a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and that's, I think that's the, the scare, the scare that enters that. And then what you see in a movie like that is the delight of that. Uh-huh. The freedom of that. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that is such a good point. The power of those kinds of movies, right? Because we can have a little distance to see, oh, I would choose the red balloon, or I would. Every time. Every time. And then we can maybe, you know, yeah. find that place in ourselves a little bit more with that, with that disidentification. Right. Oh, what a gift. Yeah. Good thing. So I was thinking, I was watching how ego uh, can take both. So I am definitely a person who believed before practice that I didn't have much intuition. You know, I'm not, you know, uh, that. So, so I would have believed that the way ego got me was um, to not trust my intuition or see it was there would be because it's not practical, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I really appreciated when I came to the monastery, there was a lot of practical to hold on to. You know, you don't get to go outside the recipe, so to speak, until you've been here a while. Uh, I remember one monk came one time and she was asked to, like, straighten the book, not straighten, to clean the bookshelf. And she took all the books off and cleaned it up and then she thought it would look nicer. <laughs> she did it in sizes and orders and whatever. And uh, she was told, no, <laughs> put it back the way it was. And so I, I appreciate that because for myself, that's how I began to get in touch with my intuition, to just do uh, what the note said and not to, not to have to actually think anything else. And all of a sudden, I would see the intuition bubbling up, you know, in that, uh, like I couldn't even see, quote, the red balloon before. I would just not see it, quite honestly. And... Um, I also think about my roommate in college who, we were very, very different. She was very intuitive, you know, just in her body and kinesthetic and very intuitive, but equally as unsuccessful as I at actually seeing intuition. Mm -hmm. Because I think what happens to all of us is we have intuition and then we go off in some way with it. So whereas I might go off and disregard it and do the practical thing, she might quit a job and drive them out Shasta in the back of a bus or something, you know, equally as, as unsuccessful. She, did, she wasn't having the kind of fun that we know how to have with our intuition here. You know, that joy or that... Uh, so ego would always tell me, well, if you were intuitive, it would look a certain way. And it was never how I looked. Because it never wanted me to see that there's all different kinds of ways for intuition to manifest in each human individually, sort of. So anyway, as people were talking, 
over the years of practice, I've joyfully gotten to see that I have an intuition. <laughs> and, uh, and that I'm conditioned to disregard it a lot. Um, but at least I don't believe so much today that I don't have it at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you, re- and you recognize it. You know, what, and what you're pointing to, that the process of, of discernment of what is intuition and what is better ideas and what is just whatever, you know, another kind of karma of it, you know, is it, so, uh, I don't know what the word would be, you know, but it sounds like it's been very revealing to you in terms of recognizing your own intuition, recognizing intuition as it manifests and as it arises in, in you, in this person. And really being able to acknowledge and kind of dis- discount that belief that, oh, I don't have it, because I tend to go to the practical, get things done way, so therefore I don't have intuition. Well, of course you do, and you, through the training you've, you've received and, and done all of you know, your life, you've been able to recognize that. And it's just the same with every other person that's got intuition. It just may manifest a little differently. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's... I think that's it. I think that's uh, mm-hmm. Yep, I don't see anything else. Well, mine too is that it happens in the moment. Uh-huh. And it, it pushes me forward. I don't know if it, uh, yeah, it's sort of, even if it's, uh, even if I'm seeing something I just missed, it's still leading in uh-huh. the forward direction. Uh-huh. It seems to be still leading in the forward direction. Yeah, it, which goes, it goes to the first part. Even if it's seeing what happened, that maybe I just missed what happened in the moment in the past, but the intuition arising in the moment seems to be leading in this direction, in the forward direction. It doesn't seem to, you know, it's different than self-hate in that way. Yeah. You know, self-hate leading me in the opposite direction of yeah. sort of stay here and beat myself up and feel bad and... Um, Intuition does seem more like the red balloon, joyful, you know, yeah. oh, uh, okay, you know, yeah. that's how I could, oh, now I can say it that you know, way now, yeah. or write that, you know, write that card, or drop that, the, the other day I did an email, and I'm telling you the resistance, so I loved the Musings article, uh-huh. loved the Musings article. The most recent one? The most recent one. And it just arose, shoot a thank you email. Just say thanks. You know, probably these people never get a thank you, you know, or maybe they get hundreds, but I don't write hundreds. So I wrote this email really quick, like from the heart, you know. I mean, and it wasn't long at all. And I was, then there's just all this, this is ridiculous. I mean, why would you, I mean, who do you think you, you know, did that whole thing right before I pushed in? I mean, she said she probably done that, but, and what if, and she's going to say, I mean, it was amazing. intuition and in those kinds of moments you know it's you can see I can see really clearly how conditioning is working all the time it's like being here because it was so stupid what it was saying you know got caught in the wrong (laughs) because I mean I'm going to send it and so uh, just to be able to record okay what else 
you know, uh-huh. so that's how you torture me all the time and get me to not follow intuition. Uh-huh. Oh, it, right? Yeah. And so send it off. It went, and then I just love, I would reread what a beautiful, it's like writing it to yourself, yeah. right? It was that projection. Yeah. You know, oh, that's such a great email. Then I got to enjoy it. <laughs> all the projection. Yeah. Oh. I think what a wonderful opportunity. You know, just that whole... Oh, and, and so you can yeah. see how ego had to. You kind of forced it to play, overplay its hand. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah. It did. You you, and and when, it, when I don't see it, and it's not overplaying, or it probably is, but I don't see that it's overplaying, um, then I do what it says. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll write a note some other time. Uh-huh. That was a good, that was close. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. It's from when I was getting ready to it. It was like, you know, really, should you paper and pen and pick a nice card? You know, This morning, I'm like, wow, I am listening. I'm uh, present. Uh, I'm hearing that thing, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> same guy, same church, same whatever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, you get to enjoy, just like you were enjoying oh, exactly. the intuition, you got to enjoy the present. Yes, and on both sides of that duality, from the following any story, uh-huh. any story, it's just what I see. If it's, if it's intuition, and I stay with it, it's just lovely. If I go to either side or have it take me anything really further than the moment, it's, uh, yeah. it's brutal. Oh, that's so good. So, let's see. I'm just enjoying looking to my own experience of all of this and um, also uh, enjoying remembering something I heard in group on Friday, which is, you'll never understand <laughs> so uh, as I'm hearing people talk, I can I'm just noticing that attention going to conditioned mind, sort of like that linear, like this is my experience of this, and I sort of and just back to the horror, back to the horror, because that's my experience of intuition. It happens in the body. Uh-huh. That it's like um, it, it, it can be like a felt sense of like something dropping into a pool, like some little prompt or stirring or mm. and um, and it gets scrambled in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is such a good, yeah, such a good image of, of intuition being like something that drops into a pool and it's felt in the body, often in the heart, mm-hmm. and then travels up to get scrambled in the head, or somehow get up and get scrambled in the head, yeah. and to get it, and to, to, to just come back to that statement of, well, you'll never understand them. Sort of like, cut it off, cut you know, <laughs> it off. Don't, don't even go there. You'll never understand it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just love it. And I, I, I just, I'm kind of um, in the middle of a workshop where I recently got a big two-by-four, big wake-up call around not putting off acting on intuition, mm-hmm. which is that um, I had a, a a dear friend, somebody I met in a uh, who's a neighbor in a place I was living from like January to June, 
and um, this 80 year old Japanese man who was just like pure twinkle, right? And we'd have these tea meetings, and he would, uh, it was just like um, being lit up together, just sitting and and uh, um, when I moved out of that place and I was in the middle of the move and there was all this stuff going on, there was an intuition to write for guidance about going back to visit him. And I put it off and he died suddenly, uh, just last, last, not last week, the week before I came up here, which is the impetus for finding out if I could come up. Uh, and uh, just get some extra support, and it was, it, it, uh, I wake up because uh, before, you know, putting off intuition, it would be all sorts of horrendous suffering and, and consequences, but always somehow like a next step, mm-hmm. and, and with this, there was no, mm-hmm. there was no next step, mm-hmm. and to really uh, get it, it was like one of those things where it almost feels like an ice pick sort of sliding in to show you what is egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate and what is authenticity. Like all of that, oh yeah, so when I get this sorted, I'll, I'll write that email um, about going to see him. Like all that illusion of I have time mm-hmm. and all of that illusion of that, all of that, what's saying that is me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And to get it that this that, that authenticity, that's what we're fighting for. Um, and so, I guess I can only say thank you to him for the, 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 gift, the gift of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and not let ego make it about it, mm-hmm. sort of self-hate direction, but just um, to uh, put starch in the spine that, that this is what we're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to have that, to have that clarity, that ice pick, dissecting mm-hmm. clarity. Yeah. This is what is not you. Yes. That we often think is us. Yes. This is what we're fighting for. Yes. Now. Yeah. There's the starch in the spine. Yeah. There's the call. Can I come to the monastery? Yeah. There's the impetus. Yeah. To not just to to live where this human being wants to live. What a gift. Mm. What a gift. Mm. Yeah. Because part of the gift that he brought, I mean, it completely changed my life just in those few short months uh, of getting to spend that time with him with kindness. Just kindness. And so yesterday I was caught in this place where usually I would end up in sort of like desolation and mm-hmm. self-hate and uh, uh, um, and I just turned to that kindness like in the form of him I just because I mean <laughs> he was so tickled that there was a, a, a Zen monk living on his street <laughs> and uh, he just I mean he just found the whole thing so so wonderful that he'd grown up around the culture of Zen in Japan and um, he just loved hearing about like some of the words that we use like Gasho and Dafu and Zabuta and he'd tell me all about them and show me the characters and oh, like that. And uh, 
And uh, so, so yesterday when I was in this place, I, I, I turned to that kindness and sort of, sh- I was uh, stripping the meditation hall and just showed him around the meditation hall. <laughs> so this is where we sit and this is how we sit and, you know, and, and just, um, it, it was like this, this track that before had always gone on a suffering track, like I could see where it was in the process. And, and yesterday I just, <laughs> and turned to kindness. I was just so
very grateful. So grateful we practice together. Gosh, I just I feel healed through this whole group, mm-hmm. and uh, especially that last conversation. But I think it all, all kind of. <laughs> I mean, just again, like where do you put your hands up? How does the calling on happen? You know, all of that stuff just seems to be being orchestrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so perfect. Okay. And that kindness is um, not later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had a really amazing retreat, mm-hmm. and it's funny because at the end of retreats we often remind people to expect backlash, mm-hmm. you know, because we're in this glow and we don't want people to be set up, and, and it's kind of like there's this belief that, well, that won't, I know that, and that somehow that won't happen here. I'm not new, you know, as a pair. That's going to happen to them. Yeah. <laughs> Me warning them about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think I had some, I mean, it's interesting just how the framing happens, but it, I, I guess that framing is helpful because it takes it out of, first of all, I made that happen by being open and willing and participating, and now I'm making this happen, this hatred mm-hmm. happen by... Um, not being willing, not staying here, not... So, let me see if I'm with you. So you're saying that what you're... Are you saying that what you're seeing is I made that happen by that that uh, openness and willingness... That great week. That great week by being open and willing. And now I'm making this happen by the, the backlash and the suffering by not being open. Yeah, so the reason that's saying backlash... Again, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that takes it out of... I'm making things happen. Uh-huh. And backlash is a process that happens oh, okay. uh-huh. apparently pretty universally because we make a real strong uh, communication to people about yeah. that. And we hear people talk about it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that, gosh, that's just the, that's the suffering. That the awareness collapses down to me being at the center, making something happen uh-huh. or not making something happen. Yeah. And I, I, it, <laughs> Then it feels like there's this place where I, I have a there's enough awareness, or I don't know, maybe there's a pseudo practitioner where I know that's happening, but it still feels like I'm in hatred, uh-huh. and I and then it just or I'm in enough in that that it still turns then that turns that into that. Well, I mean, you're aware of that, so why do you keep choosing? Uh-huh. And that's what I've noticed is that actually the great retreat has continued. And that there's actually been a lot of awareness, um, some really important insights about intuition, which is how the intuition gets overridden, yeah. and the music was really great, and it talked about what's so important about that is that when we see something like that, to not go to self-hate, yeah. and I see the benefit, like, I got to see something I hadn't seen before, which, I mean, I know that the intuition gets overridden a lot. Then I'll be aware of something and I'll get talked out of communicating it or I'll get minimized or just whoop, just completely run over. And sometimes that can have big consequences. I mean, obviously it always has a consequence here mm-hmm. because it takes me out of being in life mm-hmm. into a, a process of unconsciousness and hatred and smallness. And sometimes it, it can have, a, you can see the consequence because there's always a, con- a ripple out, mm-hmm. I imagine since it's a non-separate world, but you can see the consequence. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
so for example, um, our water pump isn't working, and there's information that I, that something wasn't working, and I communicated. And once that happened, I was aware there were clues before that, mm-hmm. and it's like, huh, mm-hmm. how did that not get to a, a, a place of communicating? Mm-hmm. And so I just was talking about it on the recorder. And there was some kind of um, thing that I noticed that because there's such a major karma around approval and how I look, that things that I guess that I'm associated with, that I might be stewarding, it's like there's a real push for it to go well. Mm-hmm. To the point of overriding when maybe something seems off and there may be a problem. Mm-hmm. Because that'll get, I guess, that'll get associated with me. And somehow it'll be my fault, mm-hmm. even though it clearly has nothing to do with me. I have no control over it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's like this little weird film that if I wasn't in that, I would be like, oh, that doesn't seem, and I would just communicate. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, how did that, so just really cool things like that. But then it still keeps coming in, so then it just uses that, like, um, that's just kind of how you are. Oh, it's always about you. And I can, you know, I can see that as a, you know, as a, about you and what, what protects you and what makes you look good, even at the expense of harming the community. And I can see that as a projection by ego, but it's still kind of on that intellectual level. So I'm still receiving the hatred, or I'm witness to the hatred. Yeah, yeah you're still, you're in that, it sounds like that place that, I'm seeing the whole karmic thing unfold. I can see everything, how it's coming in, how it's being the projecting on, but it's still, you're, you're still feeling the receiving of the hate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you're totally disidentified and looking at it as if it has nothing to do with you, even though intellectually it has nothing to do with you, but it still feels the like, you're, like there's some element of being in it. Yeah, and, and, and yet seeing it at the same time, not being yeah. not being fooled, not being blinded to it, even seeing where you were blinded to it, the yeah. little clues that came in, but seeing them through the through intuition or whatever. Yeah, and just I feel like that mm-hmm. edge of it's trying to close me down, shut me down, and by with the primary one feeling bad, mm-hmm. you know, being bad. And it's like, I'm getting on there, I gotta get these insights I'm putting in my little notes section, like, because it feels like I, I'm not in control of that or something. And, and then, and then it's interesting because it felt like, uh, like kind of towards the end of the retreat and then right after that I was getting a lot of mirrors, like texts, like, so tell me how you decided to, you know, not related to the other example, but other things. And it just felt like I kept getting fed into, um, you're not here, mm-hmm. and why aren't you? And you just came out of the, you know, just this negative stuff. But when I was listening to that last conversation in that much larger perspective, it's all kindness. Uh, it's like maybe there was a big opening, and maybe there was a big backlash, and then there's all these ways that, that life catches you. And in a way that not, not so that I don't have to be hated, and so that I can feel good, but in a way that I could see all the little traps all the little karma that I just described. Yeah. And in that way, it's such kindness. Yes. But it keeps feeling like not kindness. Exactly. 
like I like I felt like listening to people like I was like really in, I could cry you know that level when you feel so hated and constricted and then you come into some kindness and you can feel the kindness I projected onto the group it, I could feel that release yes yeah yeah it's such a, it has such an exquisite place in practice that when you're when you're you're getting all those mirrors held up and this and this and it can feel like boom, 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 boom on the ego, right? On the ego. Because everything is revealing it. Yeah. And it feels like it's taking it and it's so and it's in the hate and it's being not seen as not approved of and not all of that. And 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 the human is caught this was maybe two musings ago, right? The human who is actually in this game is at, you know, and for whatever reason, things that have ego attached to this body feels it, you know, and it's that anguish and that, you know, yeah, yeah, and to come yeah. into a group and to, to be plucked out of that and, and dropped into the kindness of, of as they're describing this conversation, you know, you can see that other stuff is all kindness too. Because yeah. that's what we, we signed up for. That's what we want. Yeah. Then to have that experience of, of what you're saying in this group of just being awash in the kindness of being, maybe, I don't know what, uh, if you use the image of kind of being bigger than taken out of that mm-hmm. and seeing the kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I was watching that process where it would. So then when I get into that place, I can feel it rise up. Like, let's just get them. And let's do stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's really just hate. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it would feel like I was getting talked into certain things and then doing that behavior and then it using the behavior as, see? See? I'm, you know, those general those blanket things about this is what you are. This is how you are. So, so I, did, I mean, in that way, it does sound like a backlash. You start to break out of that, become much larger than that. It has no choice but to try to shove you back into that little box. Right. And, I, and then, you know, the other thing I was just hearing, too, is like, well, gosh, I mean, it's not, it, this is a process. You know, like, I'm just learning. You know, one of the images we used uh, maybe a couple of years ago was like, we like these trees that got stunted. The growth just like got arrested. You know, we talk about Sherry being big pine. Mm-hmm. That's what's possible for all of us mm-hmm. to be big pine. And there's an, an arrested development. And so I'm starting to develop and grow. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm just learning. Yeah. You know, like sometimes with this message, like you're kind of immature. Well, yeah. You're the most immature person here. But okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, right. Well, that's what happens when you get stopped from growing uh-huh. and you start to grow. You are wherever you are. I'm not a mature tree. Yeah, and, and, yeah. It, is such a, it is such a classic ego ploy, isn't it? To attack the, the you know, as if it's, an, as if it's an accusation to be young or to be immature yeah. or to be <laughs> undeveloped or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, I've got so much room to grow. Yeah, I've got so much room to Yes, thank you for pointing that out. I'm so excited about my growth. And, you know, we, we can just we can just flip it on its head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I if I were that attitude that you're having, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I flip it on its head, and that, I think that's really what's happened during this group. I had <laughs> long before way before practice, 
And then up these emails like, and this, and da 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 and she would say, let me DJ for a while. And she basically hand me back everything I said, but in a different framework. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, oh, that's, that's what I know how to do. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on right now in this group. And all those things did happen. Mm-hmm. But now it's framed in a much kind, <laughs> kinder way, mm-hmm. as this is, this is just a process. Yeah. And you can see the sincerity and courage going on. Yeah. Um, and we want to get on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Encourage that. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what I am. Yes. Not, yes. not the shutting down, putting in a box, never going to, you should. I'm not that. Right. I know yeah. I don't want that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to identify with anything. Identify yeah. Identify with the kindness and the courage. Yeah. And the process. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so important point that, that, that you keep making is that it's just a process. Yeah. No content, nothing personal. Mm-hmm. It's just how it works. Mm-hmm. You have this big opening, and there's going to be a process of backlash. That's just how it is. Yeah, and it's so obvious. And I think the only resistance to that is that's not going to work for ego. Yeah. So when I, you know, when I don't want to see it that way, I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, you know exactly what it is, and you're seeing it. Yeah. You're that which is seeing it. Mm-hmm. 